0: You're listening to Geek Watch 1 with Kylan and Ken on the Tangent Bound Network. Do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch 1 with Kylan and Ken. This is going to be quite a ride.
1: Hey, That's a bad idea! I love you. Me
2: too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn! Am I the meanest? Show now! Am I the prettiest? Show it now. Am I the baddest, folk go down around this time. Show But now! Well, who am I? Show now.
3: The Shogun of <sighs>
4: ha. For what lies ahead? Ready,
2: are you? We're police officers. We're not trying to handle this kind of violence.
0: Hey, Geeksters. I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch 1. Welcome back, Geeksters, issue 116 <coughs> of Geek Watch 1. Dude, the numbers are getting up there. Yeah. We're going to approach legendary status at some point. <laughs> We're going to reach Nerdist numbers. Oh, wait. we got a long way to go. <laughs> a I lot, think lot of catching up to do. Yes, yeah, I heard. Up. Aren't they in the 500s or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Something like that. We're going to reach general hospital numbers. I can say... No, what? i say that. No, 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 On the fire stick, we saw... Um, we just happened to see the, on uh, the list of new episodes that were up generally. Uh-huh. It had general hospitals, just whatever the newest one was. It was like... Or season 55, episode 83 or something. But it was episode number 13,850-something.
5: Okay. you <laughs> It'll be a few years, but well, stick got, with us. you got to
0: remember, soap operas run 52 weeks a year, five days a week. Yeah. That's true. They don't run real. General reruns. Hospital's
5: been on since, what? The 50s, 60s. Some, like, had, well,
0: 55 years.
5: Yeah, there
0: you go. And I know I remember in the 80s uh, I wasn't I wasn't even ashamed to say that I watched a little bit of it back then. I mean, my sisters and <laughs> mother, mom watched it, but there was there was spy stuff on that one. Oh yeah, a lot of spy stuff. We've actually talked about that before. Yeah, yeah all was, the spy stuff that was on. Yeah, Hush, I was bro. telling
2: Don, I was like, soap operas were good, like, like even the CBS shows had. They, they, a few, there were like a few spies and I'm like apparently spies were everywhere just like
0: you know, that's because for soap operas
2: spies are sexy they are there are really, <laughs> no spies
4: anymore where well, there's no soap operas really anymore either, yeah but no know. they still run I think there's three that still run that I know of they always respond to what's popular in pop culture at the time I remember a bunch of ninjas on a mo- <laughs> <laughs>
3: my
4: mom used to watch them in the 80s we didn't we watched specific hospital yeah but um this general hospital was just too broad. <laughs> 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 I didn't remember a bunch of
0: names. <laughs> Well, the thing with General Hospital was it was weird. It's named after this hospital. But you had like a third of the show was at the hospital. The rest was everything else. Well,
5: that's how they all kind of worked. You know, you had your main location, but it wasn't yeah. about the location.
0: Well, if you go by what the Fire Six says, um, they still have Bold and the Beautiful, Young and the Restless, and General Hospital is the only thing that they ever show.
1: And the only reason you know any of this is because it popped up on our list of what's what's new episodes. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say,
0: is this what Geek Watch 1 has devolved into? Pretty much. We're geeking out about soap <laughs> operas.
1: That's because Ken didn't get much sleep last night.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was I, from- I was up 22 hours yesterday because of having the art show and having Wookiee Radio last night.
5: Right. Well, you know, the, it, it may not be soap operas, but plenty of geeks get their get their soap opera fix with a lot of the the cartoons that are on now. Because there are there are some that are daily, yeah. There are others that are weekly, and they're ongoing. Like especially like some of the Adult Swim ones, they're kind oh, of yeah. ongoing
0: serials. Well, anybody, that any is any true. manga and anime fans? Those yeah. are all of those are ongoing. All of those serial. are ongoing stories. Um, they, well, pro wrestling fans. Wrestling's been mm-hmm. so popular for guys for eons. Absolutely. Yep. And it's still. It's not quite. WWE doesn't do it as much now like, as bad as it was but sometimes you still get those old storylines and I I prefer those because um, well, there, there's well been you liked in
1: how many times uh, McMahon was killed
0: yeah Vince McMahon's been killed what five or six times already
5: I remember I watched I watched wrestling back in the 80s I yeah. remember the big well, McMahon storyline I I
0: prefer <laughs> The '80s style, where it's big over the top, and because there's been a trend for a while, the making wrestling try to look real. It's like, dude, we've seen MMA now. We yeah. know what it looks just, like just when stop. it is just, <laughs> when fake yeah. is done real. Oh, you wait, don't sorry. you don't
5: watch. <laughs> Pro wrestling, quote unquote, for real. Yeah. You know, you know that things are choreographed, you know there are storylines, and that's why they want to watch it. It's a it.
0: show. Put on a show. Exactly. But, Go but, with but, the big uh, big characters, big costumes. And I all mean, of that. some
5: of that is kind of carrying over in MMA almost with their own little reactions and oh,
0: yeah. press well,
1: no, setups and all I, that. For wrestling, they had to put entertainment in the name because people were kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: that Invincible <laughs> Man is convinced he's not making a wrestling show anymore. And then obviously. The ratings have actually fallen off, <laughs> fell off some since then. Um, some of the stuff Triple H son now is um, the second in command of the company, and some of the stuff you can see what stuff Vince does and what Triple H does. Yeah, because a lot of stuff Triple H does is classic wrestling stuff. Yeah, and it's actually getting more r- views, get more wrestling, <laughs> it's getting more ratings. People are liking it better. Nice. You get more
1: wrestling than talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, wow, soap opera's are wrestling. We're doing fantastic. <laughs> <episodes>. <laughs> Great opening this week. Great opening. <laughs>
5: Well, how, how about in, how about we get into some geek stuff?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's geek stuff in wrestling.
5: Well, yeah, yeah, soap operas. You got. Hey,
0: Kindred the Embrace was a vampire soap opera.
5: Yeah, it was. And so was it Dark really was. Dark
0: Shadows. Yeah, those were soap they operas. Were, were geeks. They were. Yeah. They were. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Actually, I have Kindred the box at VHS. So I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that show back I, in the day.
5: Because we were, uh, Kylan and I read the novels too. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I knew yeah. well. I knew it was based on the um, RPG. So
5: right, yep. The That's R- why I got See, it. See, the novels are based on the RPG, and the show is based on the novels and the RPG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
0: it's all there. <laughs> well, I thought it was awesome because um, Kindred and *The Vampire of the Masquerade* and mm-hmm. Vampire, *The Eternal Struggle* was the actual card game. Yep. Yes. But um, th- it was interesting because it was like vampires, but you had almost a mob thing going too. Because you had oh, different yeah. families, and different factions, and there was a lot of political stuff in yep. there. And each of, each type of vampire, whatever faction you're from, had different powers. Yep. Yes. I, I thought Diff- it was a different places in way.
5: society. Different. Yeah. It was. I know vampires yeah. actually
0: still running the ro- the role playing games. Yep. And they're still making new stuff. And it, it's one of the most popular um, live action role playing games out there. If I, last I heard. Yeah. A live action vampire. But
5: between that and what is it, werewolf? The, yeah, those Wolf, those uh, are both really popular. Yeah, yeah. For LARPs, for White, sure. Wolf
0: Ga- White Wolf Games is still. I, I don't know if they're still making it or not, but it's like that. They yeah, f- found but... their niche with LARPing.
5: Yeah, and I mean, it's with with the the popularity of just the paranormal in general. Yeah. whether it's TV shows or books or anything, that's that's why I think it's still so popular in in gaming for people who love just the other paranormal stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that's that, and um, one of the that's it seems like always. Fantasy, your paranormal role-playing games and games like that always are go stronger than, or even the sci-fi games, than your modern-day stuff. Like the, mm-hmm. um, what the? <laughs> Who's texting me in the middle of the day? And why is it on? Oh, Skyler. Okay. Someone didn't turn his volume. No, down. no, no. Andy asked me to get a hold of Skyler again. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. He's got to make sure he gets. cars. I don't, and, I don't cars. get texts. You gotta get cars, cars and fire.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the people who text me are in this room already. <laughs> That's that's true. <laughs> or Mike, Michael types me shouldn't back Should be and forth. getting anything. Yeah. Although we
1: were talking about uh, uh, getting Cassie the doggy phone, but I said she'd be calling oh, all the did time. did you
0: see what she the, that um, on the wall dog phone thing that she put on Facebook this week? No, it's an on the wall, you. like video phone <laughs> that they the paw hit a pad on the floor, and it's a video phone. That's on at that their nose level people, and it calls your cell phone.
5: People like to FaceTime with their animals. It's so. like,
0: I, I <laughs> much, I'm honestly thinking, it's like, how much does a dog actually understand that he's calling you and you're going to see, you know what I mean?
5: Well, <laughs> if, if he gets used to the fact that pushing that button means your voice suddenly comes out, mm-hmm. that possibly. Would, that, they would know pushing that Not button yeah. means Dawn, daddy's voice or something. I
2: watched Don teach. Two of our dogs how to open boxes and now when they see every box that doesn't they know they, they
5: know to, to if, if it's a box that's not locked or whatever they know they if they put their
2: nose near the bottom of it and push up the little pop yeah they like, <laughs> so, so, like they, they if a dog can associate an effect with an action yeah, yeah
5: they they'll do it well, and,
2: and it's an effect that they like yeah yeah, because it was donut
5: boxes. I got them yeah.
0: open. Oh, yes. well, see, that's what. Yeah, they found. It. They, so opened they know. It. They know. Oh, speaking of which, we got to stop by Krispy Kreme. So did you hear about that one? No. As of Friday, Krispy Kreme got the Reese's donut.
5: Yeah, I heard about that. Right?
0: One. Krispy Kreme now yeah, has Reese's donut. Reese's,
5: Reese's donuts. peanut butter. Yeah. Well, you know they have different donuts. We've not got, got a chance. To, I was
0: yeah. going to stop by there because the Krispy Kreme <laughs> factory is not that far from my house. <laughs> we got to stop by Krispy Kreme, Kylan. <laughs>
5: An excuse for donuts. No, that, see, I've been, like I've been clean. Excuse. I've
2: been clean. I've been eating clean for a couple of
5: days. <laughs> I told Then you need to, a reward. tapping
2: his arm. I'm clean. I'm clean.
5: <laughs>
0: Man. <laughs> that just that, caught my eye. Now that we're off topic again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, this is a... people. Everybody knows this is a oh conversational show. This is where conversations yeah, oh go. oh my God. <laughs> Lack of sleep and energy That's what yeah. you get
1: this week.
2: <clears throat> I can't talk about that right <laughs> now. <laughs> I... Okay. A Reese's Peanut. Wait, hold on. Let me ask.
0: Reese's Peanut Butter is Cream. Is it filled? filled? <sighs> is it Reese's filled or It's or is a it like- Reese's Peanut Butter Cream filling. Chocolate mm-hmm. glaze with peanut butter it's drizzled peanut over the top. It's a Peanut Butter Cup
5: donut. Yes. Can we move on from donuts now? No.
0: <laughs> no. We I'm, can't. A, I, I'm not talking about it anymore. You can talk about
1: them. I don't like them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we may stop and pick up a half dozen <laughs> That way you can get some, some of what you Oh, yeah. They'll be gone.
5: They're yeah. done. They're done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess they've had it in other places in the world already. Yeah. This is the first time it's come here. They roll them out different places, different times. I don't know why they wouldn't put it here first. Reese's is from America. That doesn't matter. Now, I want to see the Krispy Kreme commercial. They didn't make commercials about getting the peanut butter and the chocolate, chocolate and the peanut butter, but like from the 80s, Macy's commercials. Right. I love those commercials. You got
5: peanut butter in my donut. You got donut in my peanut butter.
0: <laughs> I had peanut butter in my waffle this morning. There you go. So, Ms. Holland, you actually had some news before did anything. I have things to
5: talk about.
0: <laughs> we haven't okay. had anything to talk about all you, so far.
5: <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I have a bit of a Deadpool download for... um for Deadpool 2
0: yeah I've heard about
5: if, if, if you haven't been paying attention because this is the only way you could have missed it uh, they released photos of Zazie Beats as Domino um, there's a couple photos of, of um, just her there's one rare, really funny one that Ryan Reynolds was the first one to put out and uh, it's her lounging on the floor, just like he did initially when he first released the look at the at the Deadpool costume, lounging on the bearskin rug. While she's actually lounging on top of Deadpool.
3: <laughs> and, okay.
5: And, if you, and so he he captioned it. She knows how to work a red carpet. Um, and so it's a look at her, which is kind of awesome. The way they made her look because they made her. If you know Domino, she has she has one eye. Um, that gives her the look of a domino. This one, um, because she's because she's uh, she's a black actress, they kind of went with that and gave her domino effect a natural look and um, made it a skin condition that lightens the area around her eye. Yeah. So that, that's how she gets the domino effect. So it, look, it looks much more natural. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also photos of her and Ryan Reynolds doing some stunt work on set. Involving a parachute, um, they, there were just photos of them with, like, hanging from, from... as if they were hanging from parachutes. They had the harnesses on and everything. And being um, Deadpool,
0: imagine what they could do hanging from parachutes. parachute. And, well,
5: uh, Domino looks perfectly fine. It looks like she's about to touch ground. Deadpool happens to be hanging off the edge uh, of a billboard. So um, Deadpool didn't land very well. So, yeah, so there's, there's um, the stunt work picture. I think it was on... Is it just Jared... That has the a lot of the on-the-set kind of photos you get on a regular basis. It's, 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 it's a website that tends to have a lot of photos. Anyway, so I saw those ones. Um, that one of the other interesting bits of news I saw, which will make us all happy if it happens, is that the executive producer uh, behind Legends of Tomorrow uh, says that the series is actively campaigning to bring Matt Ryan's Constantine aboard the Wave Rider for Season 3. Oh, nice. Um, you know, there's no actual, obviously, confirmation. They're just trying to get him. So that would... C- considering our love of Constantine, this would be pretty awesome to have yeah. him on board.
2: That'd be interesting to have somebody on board that is... Well, like, his powers... Right? Yeah, I guess you call him, His powers are more... Are paranormal-based, considering everyone else is more science, your traditional superhero powers... Now, even though, well, okay, considering I guess the big bad is Damien Dark. Mm-hmm. I'll say it, it works so well with so, the well, wrong magic just, to Arrow.
3: Yeah,
5: so <laughs> so e- even if it was for one or two episodes, yeah. we'd be happy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> almost, I mean, I'd love to see Constantine, but if they do, I would love to see maybe they bring in Constantine and Satana together. Oh, that'd be fun! Because in the in the books right now, Constantine and Satana work together a lot.
5: Yeah, they're part of Justice League Dark, so. Um, Which at
0: some point, maybe they'll bring back to the books. <laughs>
5: and they were they were in the, the animated movie.
0: Yeah. You so know, that would almost be cool is if um, the wave rider comes in and finds a Justice League dark team and do Zatanna, um, mm-hmm. Constantine and Zatanna, and um, even if all you do is the two of them in Swamp Thing, or the two mean, of having, them and Dead Man, Dead Man the, would be well, easy to do.
5: Swamp Thing shows up in the Constantine comics a lot too, oh, yeah. so there's a big connection there. Um, and having them find come across another team, just like they did with the Justice Society, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that would you know that would work well. They ended up with a new team member from that. So yeah, um, so yeah. So staying on uh, kind of DC news, it was also announced that the live action Titan series cast Raven. Yes, it's their first casting announcement. It's a disappointing casting announcement because <laughs> they've cast Raven as a thirteen year old girl.
0: Well, in the books, she's about twelve, thirteen <laughs> years um, old right now.
5: So yeah, but that's the problem. They're making this into a Teen Titans when it just was supposed to be a Titans. And if they're claiming Nightwing... Well, everybody assumed it
0: was going to be Yeah, but if
5: they're claiming Nightwing's going to be in it...
0: Yeah. It, yeah the it's Nightwing. kind of odd would have that been, um, Raven's 13. <laughs> yeah, well, Nightwing, when he became Nightwing officially in the books, was probably 18, 19.
5: Yeah, exactly. So he was still a teenager. So, but yeah, but Raven's young. Yeah. Um, so it, I, the one the one explanation <laughs> I had for Kylan was maybe they're going to cast another older Raven, and you well, get both.
0: Yeah. Well, also, you got to remember... Raven is kind of an emo character, right? Th- Thirteen-year-old girls, but right age for an emo girl. Well,
5: yeah, but I mean, not if they're doing a more adult. T- See, yeah. the the thing is, though, like cast, making this more of a younger <clears throat> cast wouldn't be the big draw if this is on the streaming service they want people to pay for.
0: Yeah,
5: that's well, my, yeah. That we don't <laughs> the know way this is
0: going to go. So, either, so. Uh, yeah,
5: exactly. It's the first one. It's it. She's a relative unknown. I guess she was on a. Uh, an Australian series or something, yeah. but um, otherwise she's a relative. She looks, she has like a ravenish look yeah. to her. Like that's Vernon so saw the picture and told me about
0: it. Um, I guess her hair's not not black, but well, I that, mean that's either that's hair dye or um, you can look at Supergirl, Melissa Benoist.
5: Yeah,
0: she, Supergirl's always been a bl- very very blonde.
5: Well, mm-hmm. Melissa they, Benoist
0: is more dirty blonde but it still works the
5: thing is they've, they've only just announced the casting they haven't exactly. done anything with costuming yet Right. so dyeing hair black
4: is not a big deal exactly <laughs> it the is it possible mm-hmm. do you think that they're gonna have multiple
5: times well that's what I was just saying Like may, maybe maybe the show will actually cast two Ravens younger and older yeah. and, <laughs> because I mean really it would be interesting for audiences who aren't necessarily familiar with the backgrounds to find out who Raven is and how she was raised mm-hmm. yeah. right. versus how she is now and you know, find out
0: I want to see them go into her in backstory Of her father and stuff
5: Yes and See, I, actually, I would maybe like to show just see Trigon,
0: <laughs> see Trigon on a live action Titan oh, show Oh yes. my god, so,
5: yeah that, w- that would be better than Tim Curry and Legend Let me tell you <laughs>
0: <laughs> And actually, it would probably look very similar to Exactly Tim Curry and
5: um, So yeah, so a lot of what I found this week Was casting Like yeah. uh, Disney's live action found its Jafar Okay um, Mina Masood,
0: which is good because he's Middle Eastern. Yeah. Actually, I know that name from... No, I think his name was thrown around for a while already.
5: It was. It was. And he's he's been in a couple things, but he's not a big name. But he... If you've seen uh, the photo of him, he he definitely seems yeah. to fit the role.
0: Um, before we get too far away mm-hmm. from DC, they did announce this week that the four-episode crossover for the CWDC universe is actually going to happen on two nights this year. Yep. It's only going to be... Um, it's going to be Supergirl and Arrow one night. The next night will be Flash and Legends, which is kind of interesting thinking if you look at it as two two-hour movies.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's gonna, I think it, I, that could very much help the flow of this whole show. Yeah. Or the crossover. Maybe we'll actually get an entire episode of Supergirl with the crossover in it.
5: Probably will. <laughs> I mean, I think because of just the the newness of her character to their world yeah. is why you didn't last time. Um, I think this but time... But then I got, think it was
0: a scheduling thing, too, they said.
5: Yeah. With, with everything being interchangeable at this point... I don't think it would be a, a big deal for them to do that.
3: Yeah.
5: Um, what else did I have for casting? Oh, uh, another Disney one. They're uh, they're looking at putting Chiwetel Ejiofor to um, voice Scar in the live-action Lion King.
0: Okay. How, what was that name again?
2: Chiwetel Ejiofor. <laughs> Come on! He's been in so many Marvel movies yes. I know his name! He's <laughs> Look, I, I eventually learned to say his name because... We had, I had such a hard time with his name when we were talking about um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because he's, he's Mordo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my, I worked and worked I <laughs> he's got it memorized right. it now. <laughs> I would walk around the house saying his name just so I got it right. And yeah. the
5: other piece of casting I had was that Jessica Chastain has been confirmed for her Dark Phoenix role.
3: Okay. Uh,
5: it's, um, it basically, it, it's someone who's been the love interest of Professor X. It's Lalandra. Um, Magistrix of the she she are, is it she yeah, r she, she, she r empire, empire. yeah so she's kind of been good and bad so that's interesting that be, that uh,
0: well yeah Dark Phoenix you kind of got to go cosmic a little bit too but they're they're <laughs> moving off into the, the cosmic side too well the no they movies. they
5: knew Dark Phoenix was going to be cosmic yeah. because of the storyline so it's like
0: everybody's trying to do cosmic now with the, with the Marvel <coughs> properties mm-hmm. right
5: and and in the storyline basically once Jean becomes Dark Phoenix, it brings the X-Men into conflict with the Shiar Empire. So that it kinda makes sense that the one kind of involved in it is, is yeah. gonna be in the show. So um but apparently she um she she was teasing James McAvoy on Instagram um when when it was announced and saying saying, James, you ready for me up in Montreal? I'm gonna make you cry so hard <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which I thought was cute.
5: Um the uh, one of the other things for the trekkers out there, there is a Star Trek Wrath of Khan TV series in the works.
0: Okay, what?
5: That, um, yeah, it's it's going to be part of the new Star Trek Discovery universe. Um, that they're they're, <sighs> they're planning a whole series or an episode. planning of no no no. They're planning various spinoffs. Okay, a whole series on Wrath of Khan. Um, One of the current Discovery writers and the man who was the director of Star Trek II Wrath of Khan, Nicholas Meyer, he's working on bringing a limited series to the small screen which will document the fallout from Kirk dropping... Khan episode. off on SETI Alpha 5 during the original oh. series episode Space Seed. Okay, as yeah. As he and his followers try to survive long before they're discovered by the USS Reliant, where the rest of the story begins So in this is gonna...
0: Two. So this It's interesting, because this is gonna put basically Khan as the hero, almost. Yeah. He's the leader of his people.
5: Exactly. It'll give you the backstory. And
0: if you look at... Um, if you watch the original episode of the next... Or of the original <laughs> series that had Khan in it, he really wasn't... A villain per se? No.
5: No, he was always protecting his people. Yeah, he was
0: protecting his people, even though he was trying to take over the ship and do all these yeah. other things. It was for the for, <laughs> for his, his people.
5: people, exactly.
0: And then in the Wrath of Khan, he was the villain. But um, he wanted revenge on Kirk for what Kirk did to his people. Exactly. Right. So
5: it just depends on your point of view as to who's hero and villain. Exactly. Really. Um, but yeah, apparently this is part of a host of other projects they're looking at doing for spinoffs, etc. Um, for with Discovery over the next few years. So there's no, you know, there's no dating on it or anything yet. But it was announced, so I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Hmm. Um, considering a lot of people in terms of the early films consider Wrath of Khan one of one of or not, if not the best of the Star Trek
0: movies. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of people disagree but I like I think I liked 6 was one of my favorite ones. Well, Undiscovered Country. Yeah. I love that one myself. I That's like, just me.
2: I like I liked Undiscovered Country but I think I don't know there's something there's something about well the story the storytelling in Wrath of Khan yeah. like it just
0: But I've also no, noticed no, no. Wrath of Khan's very deci- divisive. There's people either they loved that movie or they truly hated it. I've seen a lot of people that really did not like that movie at all. The, they didn't that's like the true. idea of the submarine battles at the end and that type of stuff. And it's just that's it was a very much people have, are very opinionated about that movie. <laughs>
2: right. Well, well, you know, like I had no problem. You mean you, see, like okay, I like the Reliant. Now I know that it's not your typical Starfleet ship. It's definitely a smaller. With the science ships. vessel, but see, I I had no problem with that. You know, I don't know. But see, the the other thing is like when Undiscovered Country came out, there were so many other things going on at the same time. Like it almost felt like Gene Roddenberry and the people behind that movie were watching the news, and because that that happened, that came out at the same time as when the wall fell. So the wall fell, and all of a sudden, Starfleet. And the Klingons uh, are making friendly are, are, yeah. are making peace with each other, and you know, for so many people said that the Klingons were Russia and Starfleet was oh, it the West. always was, you know. Mm-hmm. And then all a it, it was inter- it was interesting, kind of see almost like the news play out on the big screen. Mm-hmm. So, and I like it for that reason, but for some reason, that iconic Khan versus uh Kirk battle, just yeah, I don't know, uh, that's that's harsh. Yeah, that,
5: that's a hard one. I to... mean, it was it was an important it was an important enough storyline for them to put it in the new
4: movies. Exactly. Right. You right. know. <laughs>
0: um, well, also, if you look at um, Nicholas Meyer that you mentioned there, mm-hmm. uh, most people it, it, this is not a big secret to any geesters out there that listen to this, but uh, most people consider Star Trek's two, four, and six as the better of the six movies. Mm-hmm. One, yeah. three, and five struggled. Five. I don't know where they were at when they did. We that We don't one. talk about five. Yes. <laughs> See, I, I'm th- not even it, a Trekkie, and I know we don't talk about it had, five. <laughs> it had some fun stuff in it, but <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Yeah, no. Um, but Nicholas Meyer actually wrote one, two, four, and six. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. He directed
0: go. two and six. That tells you something. Nimoy directed number four. Right. right. So it's like this guy knows Trek. He knows he how does. to make good mm-hmm. Trek. Yes.
5: And I mean having having the backstory. On, on Khan and you know why it leads to such a big deal in Wrath of Khan it, I think that's a good way to go I mean, it is that that's it's kind of one of those things that I have a feeling that people like really into Star Trek it's one of those untold stories they've always wanted to hear sort of thing yeah you know? it is I mean because
2: all, all we get is right before and then after and then the, yeah. the after effect well exactly. this what
0: also if I can if I remember right will be the first time they've done a series it's not about a Starfleet crew Sure. I think it's time we did that, you know? Because uh, and, it's a big universe, but... And
5: the good thing is, they, they've they said limited series. So you're talking mini-series. It doesn't say, you know, how many seasons or whatever, or if it'll just be, like, you know, six or eight episodes or whatever. But being limited series, they have the plan in place. They know, uh, you know where it's supposed to end. Yeah, right. So they just have the story to tell from, you know where it begins, you know where it ends, and they fill in the blank. So right. they're not trying to
2: wring it out and keep going. And really, when you think about this story... It really does not paint Starfleet in a, in a positive light.
0: No, if you look at mm-hmm. what they did. Well, what, it doesn't paint Kirk in a light because really, if I remember right in the original series, Kirk wasn't Starfleet didn't didn't give him the orders to put them on a planet. No, Kirk often he did, did that his his own on thing. his
5: own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was kind of his. Uh, that, that was his entire directive was doing. Yeah, because you got to remember, yeah.
0: Khan and um, Khan and his people were before Star- were um, sent out before Starfleet. Right, they were from the Eugenics Wars that happened way before. I think that, mm-hmm. that technically happened before um, Cochrane. They didn't I, even have a warp ship. They had no. I mean, was, they, uh, that's um, true. They didn't. That was. uh That yeah, was I mean, pretty, and that's something they never really
2: like that's sort of like Starfleet's dirty secret. Yeah. Like by the time it, it comes out, you're like,
0: and then I. Well, you well know, that's I know. that wasn't that Starfleet didn't exist when this when they were when they were created and stuff. No, there was no, That was back before Earth had become United Earth.
5: And you, and if you think about Khan and, and his crew and everything mm-hmm. in Wrath of Khan, they could they could turn this series into like a Mad Max version of Star Trek, good
0: survivalist yeah. kind of. Well, actually, <laughs> what it is the first episode you start with them on the paradise planet because Kirk put them on mm-hmm. a paradise planet. He That's didn't. Right. It, the problem is, his problem was he never checked on them. So when they um, brought about the entire were,
5: downfall of this planet, yeah, they were, <laughs> they were
0: officially on what was the city Alpha Five originally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, when City Alpha 4 explodes, or City Alpha 6, one of them threw City Alpha 5 off of its up there orbit. You go. And then it became the Dust Ball.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> it's... You know, this, this would be a good story. Mm-hmm. like n- n- Understanding that, what it is...
0: Yeah. Well, we, that... W- not understanding yeah. what it is, but speculating on what it could be. right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> because Because they, all they've said is they're making a series. Yeah, they have no exactly. idea where they're going with it. Yeah. I, c- I couldn't see them dropping the ball on it. Also, so. is it in the Kelvin universe or the original universe? Oh, there you go. Th- you know what? Because, because both are Khan. still it, it going. It
5: depends. What's, what is in the, what, th- where is the Discovery universe? Which one is that? I believe
0: it's. Kel- it looks like it's in the <laughs> Kelvin d- if universe. It's if it's if a spin-off at- of Discovery... Okay. They c- then it'll be in the new universe. Yeah. Because, so it'll be... There. Imagine them getting Cumberbatch to come in to do Khan. A limited series in, in I don't know he might be a little busy in the <laughs> Kelvin universe Cumberbatch is Khan that's true that's true that is true so if you flip this around it's, if it's in the Kelvin universe you gotta go off of if, um, if they Trek.
5: if they combine their TV and movie world in terms well, of in terms yeah. of the actors and it then, looks, you know? yeah and the actors
0: cause um, I know Star Trek Discovery if you look at it watch the tech it's the same stuff you're seeing on the new Star Trek movies right
5: right but you have all the characters who yeah. you know wouldn't be appearing in movies, so that that will be an inter- That's an interesting thought, though. That and
0: also the, you said they're looking at spinoffs and de- other oh, Star Trek to put mm-hmm. on their thing. Imagine them actually doing some stuff in the original universe still. Go out and do something after um, the Star Trek Next Generation movies that have been done. Yes uh, where you end up with the Enterprise F or move another hundred years in the future and take it to the Enterprise H or I. Or whatever. Or just another ship in general. Just go through the alphabet. <laughs>
5: <laughs> get to Z and see We've what happens. We got the Enterprise E, so... <laughs> um, that is a cool Another ship. couple really cool other things ship. I have are f- comic book related. Interestingly, The Nightmare Before Christmas is going to get a comic book sequel next year.
0: Oh, 70s going to love that.
5: For for years... Basically, Tim Burton has always refused any offer to do sequels to yeah. the Nightmare Before Christmas. For some reason... Uh, manga publisher Tokyo Pop has secured the license for the first ever comic book project expanding the story beyond the original it'll be Nightmare Before Christmas Zero's Journey and we'll follow our beloved dog Zero as he gets lost in Christmastown
0: and this is going to be straight <laughs> manga, huh?
5: it is, it is It is. going to be well. and apparently it's going to be a little bit different than what Tokyo Pop usually does because it'll first come out as serialized full color single issues and Ooh. then be released in collected volumes as the yeah. as Tokyo Pop typically does, uh, which will be full color trade paperbacks as well as black and white pocket sized manga volumes. Yeah. So you'll have a few different versions to choose from, and yeah. um, it, it's something a little different. It, it's not until uh, until spring of 2018.
0: I have to let my niece know. My niece Stephanie would love that.
5: So yeah, so it, it's interesting that they're they're finally. Go- It'll be interesting to see who the writers are going to be if yeah. uh, if Tim Burton's involved in it at all beyond just. Selling the license. Well, Tokyo
0: pop doing it, it maybe Japanese writers and stuff doing yeah. it. Yeah,
5: yeah. But I mean, you know, they have to follow the same line. It could yeah. it could be him as, you know, editor, executive, or producer, or whatever. Creative but, consultant, something right. like
0: that.
1: Gives the last thumbs up at the end.
5: Exactly, exactly, because you know, it's it's his babies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um then the other bit of comic book news was there's a, an independent comic series that just finished its short run called Black. It has been optioned for a movie. Really? Um studio eight it which has a distribution deal with sony picked up the option for the book and um hoping to turn it into a movie it it had a six run issue uh six issue run um that just ended last week i think it was it's about black is about a world where only black people have superhero powers <laughs> so it's it's a little uh, contentious not surprisingly um but it's in the first issue, this is discovered when a character is racially profiled, shot by police, and then basically gets up. <laughs> He's,
3: uh, okay. You know,
5: so it's it's a it's it's a serious it's a serious series, and I know you have the first few issues. I don't know if you got all of them.
2: I did get yeah because uh, that was one of those books that went really fast at the. That's true. It's just like it's like I, I looked. I was able to get a few of the first. Yeah. But, then, but there's like, only six, so we may yeah. be able to pick up the others.
5: But uh, but yeah, so it'll it'll be a, a rather intense movie uh, when yeah. it comes out. Wow! But I thought that was cool though, because you don't always hear about the independent comics getting the, the deals like that that could potentially be distributed by Sony. Yeah. That's that's a pretty big name right there.
0: Well, like you um, said, Sony's still looking for that big um, blockbuster franchise. That's true. going to make them all their money. I, I don't... Try, they've tried it with Ghostbusters. It kind of didn't work right for them the way for the direction they went. Spider-Man has fizzled out until just now. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
5: I, I don't see this being really a franchise, but, <laughs> I mean, you could potentially, depending the direction you go with the quote-unquote heroes... um, it could potentially go somewhere. The The other thing I had was something I found this morning that will be of interest to Disney fans uh, that they've announced that mid-September, from around September 15th through mid-October, AMC Theatres is going to be running uh, a Disney Princess movie marathon in a sense of every week there'll be a different movie out. Um, it's okay. not. It's not the classic ones, it's the more modern ones. So you have a chance to see them in the theaters. There's, um, it'll be Beauty and the Beast, Mulan, um, Rapunzel, Moana, The Princess and the Frog, and Brave. So that starts in September, and it's just at AMC theaters across the nation or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, check your local listings.
0: I don't, <laughs> know kind of I don't know about you guys, but I've seen uh, most. Of, I'm not seen Moana yet. Princess and the Frog. I don't know. It, for me, it just it, I like Disney movies. And that one just didn't. I don't know if it was the style. I think it was just the stylized version the way they did with it. I
5: liked. I liked the music in Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. I did.
0: I, I don't um, know. I, like I said, I think it's the art that just didn't do it yeah. for me because it, it had a very seventies feel to it for seventies Disney.
5: Uh, it was. Yeah, it was a little closer to their traditional look um, than mm-hmm. some of the other current ones. I I wasn't a huge fan of Rapunzel. It was just okay. to Yeah, me. I loved Rapunzel. Yeah, I just, Rapunzel I just Tangle okay. or no.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It was Tangled.
5: Tangled, that's what it's called. Yeah, Yeah, I love
0: Tangled. Um, Frozen was okay, but Tangled, Brave. Some of those newer ones like that. Moana I thought was
5: that, Moana was pretty good. It yeah. was it was kind of fun, and I, it had the rock singing about congratula- congratulating congratulating <laughs> himself basically.
0: It's still, uh,
1: a lot of fun. It's still
0: on our list. <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix. We just haven't had a chance. Yeah, to Yeah, I, I
5: actually caught it on Netflix just a couple weeks ago, so it's pretty good. But yeah, that's that's kind of cool that they're you know because movie theaters are doing that sort of thing now, playing mm-hmm. older movies and that oh, kind yeah. of thing. So so yeah, they're having a specific run of uh, Disney Princess movies, so that's cool. That's, that's cool. my last bit of big news.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> that's the last
5: thing I caught. <laughs> you, anyone else have news? Come on.
0: I, I'm looking <laughs> to see if there's anything that's popped up recently, like today. Because um, that happens more times. You guys know this. Uh-huh. It has more right. that. We, we'll be recording, and something will pop up as we're doing it. Well, like it. I said, I just
5: saw that Disney thing this morning, and it, it only just popped up, so. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, you know, um, actually, it uh, came out. I think it was on comic comicbook.com last week. Uh,
0: hey, that's my next stop. Haley top. Atwell.
2: Came out with uh, the the story behind the canceling of uh, Agent Carter. Oh, that's right, she did. Uh, yeah, and, and and it's pretty much is not an unexpected story to hear. But uh, the thing was, uh, the the people at ABC wanted her in something. They they wanted to put her in something more mainstream and not so genre specific. And that was their words.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: she said that there was a lot of politics and a lot of money being thrown around. And so, so you know, they canceled Agent Carter, which actually had a decent following. Looks like we, were, we had a chance at a third season, actually, mm-hmm. to put her into conviction, which didn't even make it half a season. Yeah. Um, that and one that of the, one of lot, the problems
5: though. is... Like, obviously, they like her as an actress. That's why they wanted her in something else. But they put her in a property that was just yet another crime drama.
2: Right, exactly. You know,
5: unless you have something that's really going to make it stand out. And, like, what's wrong with genre-specific? Like, obviously, that stood out. It had its crowd. Whereas you put someone into a crime drama that you think is new that has to compete with the other 30 crime dramas that are out there already. Yeah. (laughs) Where are you getting your audience? Your
0: crime drama is not going to do... All that great, unless it's called NCIS or yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) I put like this: I was like, if I'm driving down the street and I got 15 burger joints on the left and 15 burger joints on the right, just because your your one burger joint has sesame seed buns, that's not going to give (laughs) me a reason to stop and pick yours over everybody else. I'm just saying, you know, and it just.
0: You know, I don't know we like, are talking about buns. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I,
2: I'm just saying that, like, you know, there was there's fifteen thousand legal dramas out there, and you okay, know, see, at least I was good and said thirty, not fifteen thousand.
3: Well,
5: yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just, it, you but know, it's true though. It's true though.
2: You had a really good show in Agent Carter. You mm-hmm. had a you had a decent following. You had a show that had a very strong character, uh, something that was different from everything else, and but that didn't matter.
5: That didn't matter. You, you've got so, money in your crime dramas and so let's go with a crime drama.
2: And yeah. so but you know she said, like she she does go on to say that you know we all know that Agent Carter lives to be 96 mm-hmm. years old. So she's thinking that she still has a decent run, you know, in the MCU, you know, cuz you know we 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 get to see the very beginnings of Shield and
0: Ant-Man. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, this, know, so we'll still be seeing... Does S.H.I.E.L.D. have any presence with Captain Marvel at all? Because you got to remember, Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s. Well, yes, yes. Or so she would be she in does. her 70s or something like that? Well, yeah, because, I
5: mean, Nick Fury's directly involved with Captain Marvel. Yeah.
2: So you and never so, know. You could always bring her in she, for a cameo in that. She be in that. And see, for all we know, Agent Carter may have
0: uh, recruited Nick Fury. We don't mm-hmm. know. That's
5: true. There's there's a lot of ways... That, that would could be interesting,
0: because, yeah, if she was still character. working for... Before it became S.H.I.E.L.D., or what was the SRS or um, yeah, SSR. SSR? SSR. Yeah. Hey, I had know, I had the letters right. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So it wasn't surprising. It's just disappointing as usual. But it, like you said, she she lives on. So she could she could still. Yeah. Show
2: so it, it's going to be interesting to see where. And apparently, she was in a meeting with one of the ABC bigwigs, and he had taken this picture. Of her with the Howling Commandos behind them and a bunch mm-hmm. of Marvel type stuff. So I don't know. You don't just fly someone across the pond just you know, to hang out. You know, so I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what that means. Yeah. You know, but yeah.
5: Cable channels do really well with genre specific shows. Just saying. Okay.
0: Yes, so. <laughs> the networks are slowly changing the way they do things. Yeah. yeah. But it's a very slow change. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are seeing, um, especially, like, Fox seems like the one that changes first. Mm-hmm. And then we're seeing more short-run series is there of the 10 to 12-episode um, right. seasons. Right. Um, and a lot of fill-in seasons like that. Mm-hmm. ABC, NBC, and um, CBS are slowly tr- figuring this out. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you get more people because a lot of people, you'll fall off mid-season for the really long seasons.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the reason why... Uh, it's a great experiment that was the last season of uh, Agents of Shield. I think going the you 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 know you have a big you have a traditional big season, but it's broken up into uh, three different pods. Mm-hmm. I think that that was something that really worked. Yeah, you know, and so
5: yeah, because you could follow for the shorter amount of time instead of having and, and you could have people pick the show up. Mid season when another pod started yeah. and not worry too much about catching up on episodes in no. the previous one. Well, that
0: this is something um, I think I've mentioned on here before, but I've heard from other podcasters and stuff that it'd be interesting to see if the CW could pick up, it'd be awesome for them to pick up on something like this and maybe take their superhero shows and drop them into more of that 12 to 13 episode format mm-hmm. or even 16 episodes like they do with yeah. Legends <laughs> and um, actually run them back to back. Instead of all running at the same time, mm-hmm. you could actually run more Without flooding it. Right. Mm-hmm. If you had Arrow for 13 weeks and then you move on and you've got Flash for 13 weeks, or even if you're running two at the same time, they can cross back and forth. Right. right. You could actually put more in there, all in the same universe, but and not flood the market to where you have nothing but Superhero on all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And and on top of that, you wouldn't be stuck with.
2: Filler. Li- with filler. You won't. I mean, sort of like what happens with the Netflix, the Netflix series. 99% of the time, it's. Bam, bam, bam. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no.
0: You, well, you can uh, see the episode or the shows that they try to stretch. Yeah. Because you do end up with a couple episodes in there, like this really didn't do anything this episode. Right. But then you get right back into it in the next episode. And right. and
5: I think it's because the main networks are kind of now learning from Netflix, which learned from the the Brits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Brits have always had the like the eight to thirteen kind of thing, and they know how to just get to the point. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I remember when we first when we first got uh, BBC America, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I was introduced to that. Because even what we get here in the states, it's not the same. Because by the time we're getting British shows on on uh, PBS, they have like two or three seasons of
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
2: we're it's not
0: we're, it's not well. The that's same. So they can run it longer,
2: right? But well,
5: Yeah, but when you watch them on PBS, they're constantly running, and you don't realize it's only eight episodes, right? Because yeah.
2: you just keep seeing them. And and this, so like when we when we first got BBC America, and all of a sudden I'm getting a show, and it's only running for eight weeks, ten weeks, twelve. weeks. That was weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> but like I've grown used to it now because I'm like, you get used to the punch. You get yeah. used to sci-fi has been
0: actually doing this for a while yes. now. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because in um. You know they're doing it right if, when you look at this thing and you see there's two episodes left, you're like, wait a minute, how's there only two episodes left of this? <laughs> right. Killjoy is like, there's like, yep. what, four episodes left yep. and that's it?
5: It's just a summer run, um, that's what it gets.
0: Yeah, well, th- with Freeform, with the Shadowhunters, Hunters the same mm-hmm. way, we got two episodes left and it feels like they just started the story. Yep. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, with, um, with Orphan Black, with its final <laughs> season, they only have one episode left and that's ten episodes total. Like, the, this week was episode 9, so this, this coming weekend yeah. is, is the one last One of the trademarks of, the finale finale of a really
0: good show is the fact that you're like, wait a minute, that's all? Mm-hmm. If you get that reaction, you did something right. Yeah, and
5: Orphan Black, that, <laughs> this will be all. It's it. This, is it. this is the last season. End of the last season. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So that, any of the network executives out there or writers that are listening, listen to that. If, you're, if you can get your um, watchers and viewers <laughs> to be wondering, hey, wait, what happens? Mm-hmm. then you did it right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> if they want more and you leave them wanting more, you did everything right. Yeah. <laughs> have important
5: things happen every episode. Even if yeah. you want to stretch it to 18 or 20 episodes, whatever, have good stuff That's happen, so good not one. just have the fillers mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, what does this person do at home every day? Yeah, that doesn't
0: mean <laughs> it was <hit laughs> a cliffhanger and cancel the show so no. it right now, ever. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, 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 no. So, quote no. Cleavon Little from
2: uh, Blazing, Sav- Blazing Saddles, is Blazing Saddles? you gotta keep your audience riveted
0: <laughs> well I got one more thing real quick before uh-huh. we're gonna talk a couple of movies just yeah. real quick here but um the, I looked up the top secret that we uh-huh. did an interview with yep. yeah. did you guys see what the final numbers was for this yeah, yeah they were pretty goodness. damn big <laughs> Dude, the, yeah um, they, I think they hit hit the jackpot on this one they got they Ended the campaign with $123,168 funded out of 12000 asked for.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Uh, that. Wait, where'd it go? Oh, it doesn't even say it on this one. There, the percentage isn't on this page. Give me a minute. The page right there. 110% funded. Wait, that's not right. That's more than no. 110. <laughs> oh, no, no, That was the actual the Snowden leaks game. The great. <laughs> I was going to say. No, 1,026% uh, no, no. 1, uh, 1, funded. 1,000, yep. So he's got a little bit of money to play with. Yes. A little bit.
5: A little bit. That means a lot yeah. of, A lot of bonuses, a lot of... And and someone has not filled out his information for the badge he's getting yet. I'm
0: filling it out today. Some, someone needs to fill it, fill it out. You better you're going to get a blank icon badge.
5: Uh-huh. No, my, my, my... I filled out the main survey to make sure it's being
2: delivered to yeah, the right I, place. I, I'm filling it out today. <laughs> the only thing is I don't like that alias. I don't... Uh, the... Then
0: make up a different alias. Uh, no, what is it? Um, <laughs> alias, um, was it Smith and Jones? or What was the um, Western show back alias, in the day? Alias, Smith and Jones? <laughs> yeah,
2: no. No, 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 no. Because if, if this is going to be like something that's going to be like... Dr. Bonsai. Like No, 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 no. Can't do that. <laughs> no, can't do that. It's just that the original you alias... He can't cross I, over. <laughs> The original right. alias I had for Lucas... I, I just never really cared for him. He rarely even used it.
0: I gotta find well, I it the know. character the name. Hang on, give me just a minute. Uh, <laughs> I got one for you. I just gotta find it on. Oh jeez. The... Harold Junior. No no. no. <laughs>
5: it depends. Is your does your alias need to be kind of like plain every day?
2: We'll see. Here's that kind of thing, thing or just another name you're known as. We'll see. I think I'm wondering if it's just not, if it's another name I'm known as because I Nick was... Rivers. Nick Rivers. Nick Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Rivers?
0: Who's that? That was um, Val Kilmer in Top Secret. Oh, there you go. Tell me, <laughs> it would be an inside ju- thing. Your your Top Secret ID is actually the main character from the Top Secret movie, Nick Rivers. Came or he... with
4: it while he was
0: shaving. <laughs> 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 Nick Rivers. There you go. It actually does kind of sound like just a normal name. Out it does. Yeah. I kind of like that. Or you, could, or
5: you could do whatever um, huh? Anthony huh? Edwards character song? was yeah. in Gotcha. You could do one of the... I mean, yeah, do one of those names and then you're the only one that needs to Jonathan know. Moore. There you go, Jonathan Moore. Yeah, Anthony Edwards and Gotcha because Gotcha is the one that's directly related to the game.
0: Ah, okay. So... Hmm. But Nick Rivers is one that, there like I Nick said, were they, the other, both of those are obscure enough mm-hmm. that it's not just going to jump out at someone saying, hey, this is a, I recognize that. Yeah. <laughs> but the people who do get it are like... I get that. <laughs> <There> <laughs> I, yeah, that works. And you
5: know he's gonna carry this card around in his wallet. Oh yeah. You just know he is.
0: No, no, it's a lanyard. It's, it's a um, ID badge. Oh, there you go. See. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like that Nick Rivers. Uh, that, dude, that that yeah. actually falls off too.
2: It does. I, I kinda I kinda like that's better than Jackson's. And it's account. inside. Mm.
0: And it's an inside thing. <laughs> yeah,
5: there you go. <laughs> okay, we'll keep you guys posted on yeah. the on, <laughs> and when when Kylan does get his icon badge, we'll take a picture and put it on the page. Yes, for everyone yes. to see. <laughs>
0: No, 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 you got to do that, but you got to, um, on the picture in Photoshop, you got to cross out all the information, actually, on yeah, it, exactly and then write that. redacted on it. Redacted everything, yeah, absolutely.
5: Everything will be crossed out.
0: <laughs> Moving right. on
5: to movies.
0: Yes. In the last couple weeks, uh, between the four of us, we've seen three movies. That's right. Yes. Uh, Vicky and I, we already mentioned, we've seen Valerian in the City yes. of a Thousand Planets. Yeah. We had a blast with this movie. Um, and it was everything they said it wasn't a deep philosophical movie but that's not what you expect out of this you wanted this was classic Um, (laughs) sci-fi and one of the scenes Vicky you said you had the information about the uh, marketplace scene
1: yeah there's like seven easter eggs
0: there was a bunch of easter eggs but um, it's interesting I guess
1: there is a float there is supposed to be a um, a flying uh, taxi cab in there somewhere oh there is? yeah I I heard about that yeah
0: well this marketplace it's interesting because it's on the planet and it's just a barren desert almost
5: this is like the opening scene or something, isn't it's it? It's early here? in the movie, yeah. yeah.
0: But um, and it, humans put on this VR headset, and then when you put it on, you can actually see, because the marketplace is in a parallel dimension. It's like phase shifted from us. Okay. So it's all there, but you can't interact with it unless you know it's there. And you, can fa- It's interesting because the whole scene, you go in and out of this and stuff. Well,
5: isn't it because is it his arm gets caught?
0: They have this box okay. where you put your arm through the box. You actually can sw- it phase shifts whatever's through there. Okay, so you can interact with those on the other side. They pull it through to your side. Okay, and um, the box gets busted where he's it's stuck on his hand.
5: Ah, so okay. if
0: the box breaks without him pulling his hand out, mm-hmm. he's left with a stump. Oh, Jesus! His hand won't come out of the other dimension. Right,
5: because <laughs> I re- I read something about the shooting of this scene that when is it um, Luke Basson who did? Yeah. When, when he was first approaching them about doing the scene because the sheer number of people that were involved, yeah. they couldn't... The ones who were going to shoot it and actually do the work on it couldn't really picture it. And every time he kept trying to explain it and he was trying to do storyboards and they just weren't getting it, he went to his film school. Apparently, Luc Besson has a film school in France that he offers for free to people. Okay. He went and got students and made it a student project... For all of these students to show up and actually, over the course of a weekend, and act it. make this scene. Yeah, and then he showed it to them, people and then they figured Lucas. out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they figured out exactly how they needed to shoot the big screen version. Well, that's so I just l- thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, which is funny. He was trying to
1: explain it to like hundred some people. Yeah, all, and like, they just weren't getting it. They couldn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it, and he's explaining it to like ILM, the guys that mm-hmm. do this stuff. Exactly. And uh, the funny thing is, that's ILM, the people that that company was created oh, by wait, George which Lucas. Which one did it? Right.
1: Did ILM do that one, that scene, or did Weta? Because he had, I think there was like three different
0: yeah, the three different. biggest sci fi houses or um effects houses in Hollywood. They never did this worked movie, together
1: because what working it on is separate scenes. He yeah. went to one and explained to them how many stuff was going to be needed. Yeah, and then went to the other one, and then they both agreed we can't do this. By had both of them oh, working on it. Okay,
0: yeah. Well, and the
1: one took six weeks. That that scene took six weeks. Yeah, to do it.
0: It was yeah because of the, the sheer amount of it. what it was, but um. Lucas did that when he was making Star Wars mm-hmm. because he had taken it to everywhere that did effects yeah. and explained what he wanted, and every one of them said this cannot be done. Right. So he went to the, all the tech schools and pulled the guys that were in school still playing with models and stuff, mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, let's do this." And he built his company out of guys that were still in college.
5: Well, if you think about it, if you've got your well-established companies, they have like one mindset. In they knew what of
0: they know what they do, how
5: they work on things. Whereas if you go to the students who are still learning and still building upon the old ways, mm-hmm. in a way. They're willing to try stuff. Exactly. Like, they've got nothing to lose. I mean, really. Exactly. <laughs> if you're suddenly going to give them a job or give them school credit? Why the hell not? They'll do it.
0: Exactly. Right. And, and, and they the don't magic have to pay for it. <laughs> exactly. Look at the magic you got. And this one, I could almost, you can almost say look at the magic they got also if you look at the way the effects yeah. are done. Um, also, the the whole city of Valerian, it starts out as actually uh, um, the International space Space Station mm-hmm. is what Valerian is. Okay. And years and, from now. Yeah. It only it starts. 20, Fifty years from here. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Okay. And then uh, it slowly shows through the opening credits of the movie. It getting bigger and added to as everything get, as the years go by, and it just keeps added to uh, and added okay. on until eventually it gets so large that it threatens the actual safety of the planet. That if uh, something would happen, or I think the actual orbit was starting to decay. Right. But this was so massive that it would destroy the c- world if it landed. Oh. Okay. So they um attached a bunch of engines to it and launched it. Okay. <laughs> and it became its own um uh, living station that's flying through space. Right. And okay. that is Valerian, the city of a thousand planets because as we met other people and other races you they Valerian added parts to was to this. A guy. Well, yeah, the but what was the name of the city?
1: The city of a thousand No,
0: but what was the actual name of the station?
1: That's what they were calling it.
0: I don't you know it had an actual name. I don't remember off the top of my head. It was a couple weeks ago what Alpha, yes. Okay. Alpha is the name Straight of the Straightforward? Fly- yes. <laughs> <laughs> but and it, um so the that's basically flying through space and that's where this happens. Is, uh, ah, okay. And the reason there's all these different ecosystems and stuff in there is as we met new races, they would build a core, a section for them. And they just keep adding <laughs> right. on to the outside of this thing. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Of course. Ah, okay.
5: That makes sense. So
0: um, but like I said, it was it was a fun movie. And it, it, it it's not gonna change the world but um, it's exactly what it was supposed to be it's uh, visually stunning it's um, got enough of a story that it keeps you interested some of it was somewhat predictable yeah. um, like the story between Valerian and his girlfriend um, what was her name in this Andy? <laughs> Loreline yes see that was Han and Leia from Star yeah, Wars Right. straight up
4: here, hold on, let me get the no, wiki. okay, it was, it was trying to be Han and Leia. Yeah. It was <laughs> trying to be Han oh, you just read the wiki? Read the wiki! Well, it's been, what, three weeks since yeah, we seen it? It was, it was very well, obviously trying very hard to be Han and Leia from Star Wars, Right. I would say. Yeah. Well, it
1: came out around the same time, if you think on it, because these yeah, comics that was, are from the I 70s. Mean, yeah.
4: yeah, the original comics would have had that storyline going. What would you think of it?
1: the and, and, oh, uh, Valerian? Yeah. The guy would have been, um, what, teenage and
4: I saw it the other night, and we both kind of had the same impression. We thought it was visually very cool. It reminded us a lot of the fifth element and there were a Mm -hmm. lot of callbacks and stuff, which was awesome. We really didn't put them in there
1: either. But we
4: thought there were certain elements of the story that that were just silly but still fun to watch. Like you've got that same conceit that you have in a lot of science fiction movies where there's like races of super intelligent, like hyper technological beings that can travel through space yet they still wear loincloths and carry (laughs) (laughs) that's right you know that's that's something you see a lot in sci-fi but Mm -hmm. it's not really i don't consider this sci-fi this to me is like space fantasy like space opera Mm -hmm. like star wars Mm -hmm. is more of that it doesn't really deal with you know societal issues and stuff like a lot of hardcore sci-fi things do but it was it it was good The, the plot was a little predictable but it had a lot of creative things in it like the alternate dimension
1: I mean, you didn't Market like her place. head being turned into dessert?
4: I loved that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite yeah. parts. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I really liked that part. It's goofy, like the fifth element. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. If you like the fifth element, you should like this. My main issue, and Ileana agreed with me, the acting from the main two characters, their love interest role, it was very much like Anakin and Padme, where it felt <laughs> so forced. Oh, my God. It's just like, well, they're supposed to flirt because it's a guy and a girl. So... It really didn't feel like there was any chemistry. Yeah, at
5: even all. in the trailers, I didn't see any. Like, yeah. It was kind and of like, wait, the, girl, boyfriend, girlfriend. She was
4: good. It's just, and I don't, I don't want to say he's a bad actor because I don't know him from other stuff, and I'm sure he's a good actor because he's won a lot of. The Way he was portrayed in this particular film, all of his lines were delivered like he's some weak dude trying to sound tough.
0: Yeah, was almost, uh, So know? the
4: way you saw it was more like um, he's trying too hard. He sounded a lot to me like the way that um, Keanu Reeves talks okay. you know where it's like yeah. like everything actually, is like that, I, I bluntly do see that. stated and actually if, if you just hear dialogue of this movie mm-hmm. yeah. and didn't see it you mm-hmm. would probably think it was Keanu Reeves but like <laughs> like Keanu Reeves has roles in which he's good when he's playing like the dumb guy Did or I something but I I this is the same kind of thing where you just he's feel not, like girl. there's no emphasis on anything he doesn't really seem like he's in the moment it's right. just uh, okay. dialogue and the dialogue in a lot of places was really bad, like forced. Yeah, like trying to sound like. Um, it's interesting that I'm stumbling over the words to bad dialogue. Bad dialogue <laughs> myself. But no, it, it just seemed like like it had some of those issues, dialogue issues, some of the acting issues. The story was a little predictable, but overall, it was a very fun movie to watch. Visually, it's really great. Yeah, mm-hmm. see it in the theater if you're going to see it because you want to have all the big bright colors and everything. The visuals make up for a lot in this because it is mm-hmm. such yeah. a beautiful movie. Yeah. I noticed several references to the Fifth Element, so it actually would play as a sequel to the mm-hmm. Fifth Element.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, is that that was actually done secretly. They, their doctor didn't know about Toy until they saw it. Well, well,
4: well they, they put it in, in after they put it they in put after it he in, was done.
1: Nope, they put it in when they were editing it when they were doing it because they were all doing their own separate projects. You mean the
4: flying cab? No, he didn't know anything about that. Yeah. He didn't well, know that about the East East. He didn't know about the Easter You eggs. know how like Star Wars has taglines they keep repeating. Yeah. Like, right. Mm-hmm. There was um there's a dude in this one and that was wearing a goofy hat and someone says, Nice hat which is a reference to what Corbin Dallas Okay, right. mm-hmm. And you know, there are various things like that. And a lot of stylistically a lot of like the outfits and stuff yeah. would fit in very well with the fifth element. Oh.
0: Because, well they're not, they're probably not gonna do it. But I guess um, he is working on the scripts for the next two.
1: He's already got the second one. He
0: wants to get made. It, it depends helped. how well they do overseas. Yeah. Well, he,
1: well, what it is is he likes to write, so if they don't get made, oh well. Yeah, yeah. He wrote the second, he's got the second screenplay already written, and he's halfway with the third. Probably at this point, he's done with the third one. Right, right. But he likes to write. So,
5: <laughs> so no, when let it me comes look to up. it,
1: I don't know which one, if it was Weta or LMM, whichever one that put all the, he didn't know about it. ah, okay. It's basically when they went to screening or how, how, whatever look, right. he didn't know. and I guess he only found like five out of the seven he couldn't find the other (laughs) one he
5: couldn't even find his own easter eggs (laughs)
1: he couldn't find all the easter eggs he didn't know about it they put it in there nice and said oh by the way this stuff's in here nice didn't tell him what they were but here you go
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm looking up on Box Office Mojo to see how how this is done
1: Everyone's calling a flop, so I know it flop. No, it was oh, it was
0: wow. a it was a bomb on the first weekend. I don't know where it's at considering
5: now. the amount of money they would have actually put into it
0: because of the effects. Well, yeah, yeah. They, you the, know, the budget was that like back. 180 million. Or yeah, they're something calling like a
1: 180 million indie movie.
0: Um, as of right now, it's only made 65 million. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's Andy's pocket change. <laughs> That's
0: walking around with money.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I don't know. I thought it was good.
0: Yeah, it was like I said, it was fun, but um. Then you guys actually went and saw Atomic Blonde the next weekend. We did. We did. We,
5: it, it, Atomic Blonde is awesome. Oh, <laughs> <right>. wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, it. Uh. It. Yeah. It's just awesome. It's if if you don't know the story, it's based on, um, coldest city.
2: Yeah, coldest city.
5: Um, uh, loosely based because <laughs> Kylan read the graphic novel, and there's not much to do with the movie no, aside but that's from the okay. fact of it being Cold War Berlin and all that kind of thing. Um the movie takes place um right at the end of the Cold War in Berlin the week the wall comes down.
0: Okay. So it Which side of the wall?
5: You could the Berlin they're on both sides of the wall. They go back and forth and that's part of the tension. Um but you can imagine just the amount of tension involved among the general population and then you have spies right there too, um passing information back and forth and the the main premise has to do with okay. The, the plot itself is kind of typical spy movie plot, because it has to do with a list of all the spies that someone gets and tries to sell to someone else.
0: Oh, so it's okay. mentioned a possible one.
5: It's, yeah, it's basically <sighs> your your basic spy premise. Mm-hmm. So, of course, where's the list? Who has the list? Where's where's the drive with the list on it? Blah, blah, blah. So it's a lot of back and forth with that. There's And there's a one character who has apparently memorized the whole list so try to keep him alive while trying to find a copy of the list at the same time the, on the microfiche because given the fact that it's in the 80s it's microfiche okay. um but it's uh Charlie Theron is the the main character
0: she's James Bond
5: she's no, no. she's yeah. not James Bond She's much cooler yeah, and yeah, th- kicks is, a lot more ass. Like, <laughs> like, I, 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 I will say this. this she's was, more she's more like Jason Bourne or John Wick. Like, that's what yeah, she is.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's...
5: she She's sent in because, of course, there's, you know, uh, a double agent thing going on and they have to know who's who's confiding in whom and she has to find the list and she has to find this guy eventually to keep him
2: alive. And they're, they're concerned that the guy who is over... Uh, MI6 station in East, Ber- East Berlin is has gone native. Okay. And that's James McAvoy's character. Right. And so, so she's gone... And then you
5: don't know if he's gone native or if he's switched sides or if he's the double agent or if he's... Like, there's... That, it, it's the one, the, one of the great things about a well-made spy movie is you keep questioning what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what this movie does. Plot-wise, even though it's fairly straightforward, you do question who's on what side and who she can trust through this whole thing. There is a bit of a twist by the time you get to the end that's kind of a twist upon a twist. Right. Um, so it makes it makes the ending rather satisfying. But uh, overall, the movie itself is is kind of awesome. Um, to see and the soundtrack is great. It's '80s new wave music. Okay. Um, and you get like German versions of songs you know, and it's not just "99 Red Balloons," although that's in it.
3: Right.
5: There's, there's other songs you get that that are German versions, or you get English versions that are like more electronica. Like, it's a great soundtrack. Like, it's it really has great music. Yes. Um, and the visuals are really cool too because you have your 80s looks, but in a European bent. Okay. You know, so, so you have some really cool fashions in it and it goes from like, kind of like big city to underground when you consider West Germany versus East Germany and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and there, there is, you feel the tension throughout the movie. Like there's just, it's, it's a very tense the fighting, the fight scenes are just fantastic. Well,
0: the director of this, if I remember right, this is his first movie directing. Yes. yes. He's been a stuntman stunt and a stunt coordinator for many, many, many right. movies. Yeah. And, like, second unit director, stuff like that. But this is his first actually outing he as has, a full and, and
5: it makes a difference, the way these fights are choreographed. Yes. There's a lot of guns involved, but there's also a lot of hand-to-hand.
2: Like, the, the attention to detail in the fighting, like... Uh, there, there's there there's a fight scene that takes place in the back seat of a car, and, it's, and she realizes that that well she uh, realizes she have, got
5: into the wrong car is she what got, she, she realizes she got in the wrong car,
2: <laughs> and she takes off her shoe and a just, stiletto heel by the way, and it just goes from there. Yeah, and you're you just can, you can use heels to great effect. Yes, and, 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 <laughs> the, and the fights, the thing I loved about it is that the fights were realistic. Uh, there, there was no wire food. There was no, like, like, they were very brutal.
5: And, and Charlize Theron did a lot of her own stunts. She did yeah, a lot of obvious. her own fight work. You can, you can see some of her training videos. Yeah. It was, it was obviously her. Like there was unquestionably her. Okay. And there's, there's one particular scene, uh, one particular fight scene. And funny enough, if you know the Marvel shows, it's a stairwell fight scene. Um, <laughs> and, um, stairwell hallway, Into an apartment at one point, but anyway, it's it's a rather extended scene, and actually, right now, if you look at some lists that people compile on various blogs, it's taken the place as the number one movie fight scene of all time, um, for some people. And there was specifically a blog about this that I found about how this epic hallway scene was shot. And when you're watching it, she's going up against a couple guys, there's guns involved, there's knives, there's hand-to-hand, it's up and down the stairs, it's across the hallway, um, it's exhausting, and, like, you can see them Mm -hmm. getting exhausted, and the reason why is, because, and it comes down to the director, because, um... The director actually co-directed John Wick as well,
0: prior yes. to Atomic
5: Blonde. I was yeah. going to
0: bring... Yeah, there's a couple other things and in here for him, too. As as he always
5: wanted to do this kind of fight scene while he was a stunt coordinator, but no director would let him do it. Yeah. And basically what happened was they shot and edited the entire thing on site. They would... Um, To make it look like a single flowing shot. It's not, but oh my god, it looks like it. It does. It (laughs) It looks like a single shot. And um, what they did was they would do a take, like, they would do about 15 to 20 takes on one chunk of the scene, and immediately go to editing to choose the best one. Once they had chosen the take they wanted to use, they would then set up the next portion so that everything just kind of bled together. Yeah. And they, they set up the next portion, did another 15 to 20 takes, found the best one, fit that together so they had one continuous part, then would do the next portion. So they had all of this this going on over the course of... There's a total of 40 scenes in the final cut. So you can imagine doing 15 to 20 takes immediately on right. every single scene. I know that Going feeling. through. I've
0: been through that. Exactly.
5: Going through to do 40 different ones. Um, to get that immediate shot. It's not surprising how exhausting they look in it. Yeah. And and well, the exhaustion that comes out. We talked the director
0: is David Leash. Yes. Um and he's he does have four um directing credits. Mm-hmm. He has co or uncredited as director of John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um he has the Tonic Blonde. He also did the Deadpool No Good Deed short yes movie. And he's the director of Deadpool too. Yes. <laughs> yes I was see I
5: was trying not to go so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that tells you what the
5: fights are going to be like in Deadpool 2 if you see a top yes, of the yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so. but yeah it's just I mean if if spy movies are your thing you'll probably love it if, if action movies are your thing you'll probably love it mm-hmm. um, like I wouldn't because it was because it was a fairly basic spy plot I wouldn't give it high ratings for that element mm. but just the overall effect of this movie was it was really good it, I thought cool. it was worth
2: seeing. Well, you know, and I, I'll admit, about uh, maybe about five, ten minutes into it, I realized that this was not an adaptation of, the, uh, of the graphic novel. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and I was, I was fine with it. You know, I had to just kind of watch this based on its own merit, and based on its own merit, you know. And this was, I have to admit, this is not a, a time frame that you see. In spy movies, like that that time period of the uh, of the wall coming down, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, especially Cold War stuff is usually you no know, a few years before. Yeah, yeah, or maybe. And, so. and
5: it's always it's always present in this movie. Like right. if there's a TV screen. If there's a TV on in the background or something, there's news reports about the wall. If There, there was even one point where they said, David Hasselhoff will be arriving to perform. Like they, yes. they even had the David Hasselhoff moment, which I actually
2: remember. Yeah. Like, oh my God. You know, and, 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 there are, and so it was interesting to see that and for them to, and, and for them to, at least from my perspective, capture that feeling of, you know, I don't know what... Nobody in the world knew what was going on. I I just remember hearing about the possibility of the wall coming down. I was like a freshman in college at this point and just watching the news and, you know, and, and then also you hear the wall come down and that feeling like that weird feeling like for the majority of my life up to that point, we were the good guys. They were the bad exactly. guys. Yeah, they were watching GI Joe.
0: <laughs> comics right. the bad guys. There, right. there
2: was actually a wall that you could have. This is the barrier. They're the bad guys over right. there. <laughs> and now, now we're, we're all we're, we're we're playing nice with each mm-hmm. other. And so that that was interesting because that was a weird time. And they did an amazing job of capturing that intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt like, especially from both sides of it, and what it meant. For the people in the intelligence community... It was interesting, because
0: basically that, the the Berlin Wall was the physical embodiment of what ha- was happening. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was happening all, all over the world, but this was... Basically, the entire world changed in a two-year period. It Don't did. Really? It did. And then... The you end know, of the Cold War changed everything, yep. everywhere. It yep. did. And
2: for that to end... And this idea of... after They said, you know, after this, there'll be no more secrets no spy believed that no. <laughs> there'll always be secrets
3: exactly. now,
2: it changed the 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 rules of the game changed at that point definitely no but uh it was it, it was good it was good i would definitely i actually want to go back and watch it again just because just because there was so much that's thrown at you mm-hmm. and, yeah. and i mean that movie was about two hours long um. Yeah, it was. It was just under two hours, and it didn't feel. It, it did, did not, not feel, feel like, like it with it. all that action. No. It did not
5: feel like it at all. No. And yeah. it's it's made it's it, given what it was and the fact like you said it was there was not a lot of there was no wire work it was just dead on real stunt work kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It had a fairly low budget. It was like thirty million dollars. Right. So it's out. It's already made that back. It's been out for a couple weeks. It's mm. it's made more than thirty five. Yeah. Well, so. that's the nice
0: thing about these. Um, Action—it's the ones that are straight action movies. Mm-hmm. They don't cost that much to make. No, right, exactly. Why do you think they pop them out so much—the <laughs> ones that go straight to Blu-ray or straight to sci-fi and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. If there's not a lot of effects working, it's all stunts. Yeah. Stunts cost money, but it's nowhere near the amount as visual effects. Like a, right, like, no. that's
1: why they go overseas.
0: Well, yeah, they'll, they'll go overseas and film it in like um, Czechoslovakia or the Czech Republic, where it costs half the price it does here mm-hmm. to do stuff.
5: And I mean, this was this was done over there, as far as right. I know. Yeah, so yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it. It's def- it was definitely good. If it's your thing, it's I I'd say go for it.
0: Yes, cool. So yeah. Um and it, well the next movie do we do we want to cover that yes this we did. Week, or do we <laughs> do we want to actually give an entire show to it is it worth it worthy of that no
5: it's not worthy of an entire show no
0: it's not yeah, no. <laughs> well you guys went and saw the Dark Tower last <laughs> yes, night yes no, Friday night Friday
5: night uh, just a couple nights that's ago. another one
0: we're planning on going to see we saw the Dark Tower
5: <laughs> I will tell you that um I don't know if it's in every showing but before it started. Um, amongst our trailers was the, um, they called it. What, what did they call it? A sneak peek at the Last Jedi.
2: Yes.
0: Ooh. It was. It was a behind the scenes look. It uh, was the one that starts with the um, the bell ring and he hits the button. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the one that they actually released at um, at D twenty three, and then they D23. showed it at Comic Con. Yeah. 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 So you
5: get to see it on the big screen. Hopefully, everyone gets to see it. Cool. Um, so mm-hmm. That is
0: a sweet look at. It what's was. Coming.
5: It was pretty cool. So you get to see, you know, a lot of the the new cast and the, the returning cast and there's new creatures you get to see new creatures it's a good yeah. pick at the new creatures
0: that um, crystal wolf looking thing is really cool mm-hmm.
5: looking yep so if you haven't seen it online or anything like that just you'll get to see it on the big screen um now the dark tower itself I don't know that I'd give it a high rating aside from the fact that it had Idris Elba in it uh, <laughs> that it's my main reason for going <laughs> shut up uh, <laughs> Although, I, I don't like Matthew McConaughey in general, but he was okay in this movie. Okay. Like I, mostly, I don't like the roles he plays, because they all seem to be the same kind of role, but yeah. this was not the same kind of role, and he was okay in it. Um, from what I've heard, I have neither one of us has read the books. I've read the first one. Um, from what I've heard, it doesn't really follow the books at all. Which we knew um, beforehand.
0: They had already said yeah, straight beforehand, up. Beforehand,
5: they had said that it was like after the books and it yeah. reset or something based on the way the books are. Mm. Um, so it's it's your gunslinger Roland going up against the man in black Walter which is like the least evil sounding name ever. Dude, it's interesting uh, it's in
0: the book if I remember it the man in black doesn't have a name he's just yeah, the man his, in black. his
5: name's Walter. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Stephen King decided his name was Walter or if maybe they tell him in a, a later book maybe it's it says a it. a long
4: time since um, I've but I'm pretty sure like we're two different characters.
5: Okay in the movie they're the same guy. Like
4: Walter worked for the man No, maybe they were the same. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Yeah, I've only read the first one. It's
5: basically, he's... uh, but he's the last gunslinger. He's totally exhausted. He's he's out for vengeance more than anything, because it's not really much of a spoiler to say Man in Black killed his father. Um, So, uh, he's out for vengeance more than anything, but apparently the... You get the basic premise of everything without having read the books in terms of, you know, the Dark Tower... Kind of unites all the various worlds, and if it were to ever fall, all the dark dark forces were would invade the worlds, and so okay. Walter, Dark Man in Black, wants to destroy the tower so that all the evil can get in. Gunslinger is all originally there were a lot more gunslingers, and they were to protect the tower.
2: They were like so knights, that, yeah, yeah,
5: and uh, and so they they were to protect everything so the evil doesn't get in. So you have this basic premise, but. At first, you get the kid. Jake. 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 State Farm? (laughs) Jake. He's not old enough to work for State Farm yet. (laughs) Maybe one day. Um, But you get Jake in our world, um, who sees images. uh, He has these dreams. Everyone thinks he's slightly not right in the head um, since his father's death. And he's trying to convince people that, no, these things are real. They're not just dreams. He sees... The Dark Tower. He sees the Man in Black. He sees the Gunslinger. He sees all of this. Yeah. In in his dreams, which are which really are obviously visions, at least obvious to the audience. Um, but his his mom has him at a, at a therapist. He has a stepdad who's a complete dick. And his Mm-hmm-hmm. his um his mom finds out about this you know special uh, retreat where they have other methods of of uh, helping supposedly helping kids out. Not surprisingly, the, the Open retreat. Open brackets,
0: electroshock therapy. Yeah, right. Yeah.
5: Not surprisingly, the, the retreat is actually um, them kidnapping kids to take them to the dark tower, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or to take them to to take them to the man in blacks thing.
2: His, 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 base. his
5: base, where he hooks them up to machines and they shoot a beam at the dark tower to try and they destroy They use
2: it. The, the, their brain brains ability is, because
5: yeah. we we all know that all Stephen King things are related. And so their psychic abilities are called the Shine, um, <laughs> a.k.a. Shining. It's all related. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they look for kids who have the Shine, and so Jake obviously has a very strong version of the Shine, and you find out it's the biggest version of all the stuff. A- anyway, they take the kids with the Shine, and because it was said that the tower would be destroyed with the mind of a child or something, yes. or the mind of a child could destroy the tower. Yeah. So the man in black has taken this to heart, and he hooks these kids up, and their shine is used to help destroy the tower. It's some weird, convoluted thing. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure it makes sense in the books, um, <laughs> but well, um, it's even in the books, right? I don't, right, know I don't, I don't know was. exactly. The, it, it's more like the movie was inspired by the books, yeah. Um, more than anything, but um, interestingly, Jake's mom, played by Catherine Winnick, okay, for Vikings fans out there. Um, which is weird seeing her just like in
0: everyday clothes <laughs> like, and, you know no accent and just plain clothes it's very strange that goes back this is on a totally offset but um, what at Comic Con did, did, did she make an announcement or anything no she anything? made no
5: announcement about that Black Canary thing at Comic Con because
0: they no. said coming to Comic Con we're making an announcement uh, about I, something
5: I didn't hear any announcement from her
1: she got attacked by a uh, deer <laughs>
3: that
1: was her
0: announcement <laughs> that was the announcement so <laughs> of, I, don't, I don't know
5: um but yeah so so the basic plot is you know it's easy to follow obviously if you haven't read the books um like i said you may be disappointed if you have it was okay there was a lot of um there's a lot of stephen king easter eggs in the movie okay
0: which was done on purpose yeah Vernon was telling um, me about that the one that he didn't that's in the trailers that he didn't notice where okay. they're in the carnival and they have the Pennywise yes. clown. The, one of the, and one it of just the, says Penny the, or something like it, that? No, it does
5: say Pennywise. Well, uh, in
0: the trailer, I think you only see part of it. Right. Mm-hmm.
5: Um, but it, it's interesting, though, when they're at that point because Jake is with Roland in the other world at that point with the gunslinger. Um, and they're, they're in a former amusement park. <laughs> and Roland doesn't know, the gunslinger doesn't know what this place was because the Jake actually asks him about it and he's like, We don't know what these ancient structures were. They've been they've been destroyed for ages and all this. And he's like, No, it, it was an amusement park. And he like Roland's just looking at him like, What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it was a one of the rides or something or a fun house thing actually said pennywise across it. There is obviously the shining, um, with the shine. There's even There's a couple of twins at the beginning who vaguely look like the Grady girls from The Shining, uh, and they're playing like a game of patty cake that says, come play with us or something, which is what the girls in The Shining say. Okay. One of the portals to the other worlds is 1408, Mm -hmm. which there was a movie and and based on the story called Room 1408. Um, What else was there? From The Um, Stand, there's an antique dealer um, with the name of the one from The Stand.
2: Uh, his friend is playing with, uh, Christine.
5: Yeah, his friend is playing with a, a little red car. Uh, but, yeah, there's a whole bunch of little... And Cujo. Cujo, there's a, there's a mother and son walking a St. Bernard at one point, and that's a reference to Cujo. But cool. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of little things that if you know Stephen King, especially the movies, um, you'll catch, which is kind of cute, um... The movie is short, it's only an hour and a half, which I mean these days it seems short.
0: Yeah. Uh it's so When the average movie length it seems is going closer to the 2 to 220. Yeah,
5: exactly. So it it is on the short side but unfortunately Does it feel short? unfortunately it feels long. Uh, that's, okay. That's what I found. There was it felt to me like they were trying to do this storytelling thing, you know, when there were moments when the, the gunslinger and Jake were walking or by the campfire or whatever, they were really trying to do a storytelling sort of effect. And it just wasn't getting there. It was just kind of dull and it wasn't, it just didn't seem interesting. Okay. You know, they, they kind of dragged it. And the the thing is the acting was really pretty good. It was just the way they were telling the story. Didn't, didn't keep you engaged as it should have. The editing. Yeah, it's it's much more the editing than it was the acting, and um, the a- when it came to the action, it was pretty good. When it got to the actual gunfights and stuff, yeah, some were... of the stuff
0: they showed with Elba and reloading the gun and all that, yeah, there was a amazing lot booking. of that
5: is really cool. Yeah. Like the the extensive scene you get when he finally faces off against Man in Black near the end is really pretty cool. Yeah, now I have to admit, you
2: know how I feel about him. <laughs>
5: Kylan might have a little beef against Idris,
2: <laughs> but it was—I thought someone else took that place, took the place of Idris. No, really Idris took the place of somebody else. Oh, okay. yeah, Tatum. <laughs> yeah, Tatum, Tatum and Elba—those are the yeah. those are the beefs. <laughs> but he—I I have to admit, I—I I, I like I liked him. In in this movie, <laughs> you should see how hard that was for him to say. I did. I mean,
0: because. Was... So, are you ready for him to be James Bond now? He he cannot be James Bond. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's not go that no, far now. No, no, no you, know, you know what? Oh no! The, the other rumor I've heard is that they looking at now that we have a female doctor, possibly getting a female James Bond. You know, yeah, they said that you
2: know, too. See, you know what? See, Bond, like it's like when it comes to Bond. Yeah. And I'm just going to take a second to say this. I'm a purist, like. He's described the the author describes him a certain way, and that's how that's who he is in that in that character. Now, if they wanted to make M female, and they've done that, fine. If you want to make Q female, whatever, fine. Or those characters aren't aren't that's not part of their identity. Basically, especially in this world now, Bond has to be that way because he's always been a bit of a dinosaur, and he's even more so of a dinosaur now and they they can't tweak that, and that's all I gotta say about that. Anyway, <laughs> Idris Elba as the gunslinger, I, I I have to admit he 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 pulled it off, and he pulled it off well. Now, mind you, I did not read the books, but you know he's he's believable as being you know a post post apocalyptic knight slash gunfighter, you know and. You know, and the things that you find out about him at the end, I'm like, hey, of you, course. The way you
0: put that, the night slash gunfighter brings to my mind. What was it, Final Fantasy X with the gun, or the Final Fantasy was with the fun, gun blades? Yeah, you, <laughs> I, I I have one. At they didn't home. go that
5: far.
2: Uh- <laughs> I have one at home. I love that thing. Anyway, but you know, considering who his uh, ancestry is, at the end. It would be Idris Elba that would play that. Yeah, <laughs> and and it did make it did make Kylan happy that
5: Dennis Haysbert was Idris Elba's father. And which
2: would make I'm good with that. that. I'm like that that's his was... dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm glad you met your daddy, because Dennis Haysbert. Uh, Dennis Haysbert is just awesome to me. Who was man. what's he done? He, 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 he I don't know that name. He but. was the president in twenty four. And no. he was he was the he was the sergeant in the unit. He's the voice for all state. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I it. Because I've not seen the unit, i the Watch watched Did 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 you ever see um, Major League? Yeah, he was the
0: uh, voodoo guy. The voodoo guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Completely not who you. He expect, was right? um, uh,
0: not Jobu. Jobu was the um, with the troll. That was his idol. Little um, idol. Yeah. Yeah.
5: But yeah, that was him. Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> but he was one of the best characters in that movie too.
5: So I, like overall. I'm not sure if I would recommend seeing this movie. Like, it, like, in theaters. Like, yeah. ultimately, catch it on Netflix, maybe. I'm not... The The visuals are kind of cool at times, but I don't know if that makes it worth seeing on the big screen. Mm. And, like I said, I've heard from fans of the book that they were, kind of in general, kind of disappointed with it. Right. So, maybe don't go see it if you've read all the books. Yeah, if you've read the
2: books, don't.
5: Um, no. it, w- it was an okay movie, and it was a good, like, fantasy for for being a Stephen King movie, considering, you know, you usually get the horror, but it's it's his fantasy side of things. Um, and I felt like they kept trying to avoid showing some things. Yeah. There was things that the the man in black would tell people to do. Like, he has the influence, so as soon as he tells someone to do something, they'll do it. That's that's how he kills people a lot. He just says, stop breathing. Ah.
0: That's all he says. So it's like Jesse Custer and Preacher. <laughs> yeah, basically.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is basically like the voice of God. Um... So he tells people to do things, but it's like there's one point he tells a couple of his own minions to kill each other, and they kind of... They start to attack each other, and the camera pans away and just, like, follows him walking out of the room. Like, what's the point? Lowers the budget. Exactly. They don't need the... That's (laughs) true. And actually...
0: Being that Stephen King is traditionally a horror writer, mm-hmm. that's a classic horror trope that you don't show that's the finish. True. That's right. true. You led to the imagination because the but, imagination will make up something that's far scarier than you could ever. But put it on wasn't. Screen. It
5: wasn't that big a deal, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just seemed kind of. There were a few points like that that mm-hmm. I felt like they could have had a little more to it, or even with the way they were doing the storytelling, there could have been a bit more exposition. Because I don't know about you, but for like the first ten or fifteen minutes, I was a little confused. Like, because it was all real world and everything, yeah. and I was like, that's not what the trailers look like.
3: I was like, it's like, so wait, it's, what's
5: going on? What's yeah. happening? And then when they finally got to the other world, you're like, okay, wait, what's happening? Like, it just didn't, yeah. it took a while for it to finally click, and I, yeah. I think they could have done a better job of kind of setting up what was going on, um, although we did get to see the new... Um, the new It trailer on the big screen which made it look even creepier than watching it on your computer so that was oh. awesome
3: <laughs> 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 that, that was the oh.
5: one thing about, that, bet, between Atomic Blonde and Dark Tower we saw some different trailers because Atomic Blonde was focus films so you got a little more in the way of independent trailers mm-hmm. and we got a couple different things that you don't get to see before Marvel movies and stuff like that yeah. um, more in the way of just like dramas and that kind of thing but mm-hmm. and then in front of Dark Tower it didn't really go for the big superhero movies either. We, no. we saw a few more like drama kind of things. Did, did so. you see Logan Lucky
0: on any of them? Not no. at this one. That Aww. was we
5: saw that a while ago. We saw Logan we saw Lucky with. Uh,
0: I still say that that looks Spider-Man. like it's going to be hilarious. But yeah, it was gotta, it's going to be a um, just a, a dumb heist movie. But it, I don't know. I got to see Daniel Craig do this.
5: <laughs> no, I won't. I won't pay to see that one. Um, but it's it's had ads on TV now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was. I mean, it, and it's... I will tell you, there is... There is something at the end credits in Dark Tower, but it doesn't have much to do with the movie, and it's not a big deal, and you can leave as soon as the movie ends. And I'll tell you what it is! I'll, no, I'll tell you what it is. Because of the way the movie ends, goes to the credits and all this, and then at the very end of the credits, you hear whistling, which is Walter slash Man in Black <laughs> whistling. Okay. Once you know how the movie ends, it'll make sense what happens. But that's it. Like you don't. There's no actual scene. You just hear whistling as the mu- as the music ends. Ah, okay. So that's all there is. So you don't need to sit through it now. <laughs> cool.
0: Well, um, I don't even know what the next movie we're going to review on here is because if I remember right, that was a, Dark Tower is the last big summer movie we had this year.
5: I think the rest don't hit till September.
0: Right. Yeah. Don't I, Do the I
5: mean, we have we have Inhumans hitting IMAX at at the on yeah, September first yeah. or whatever. That's, we
0: got to drive an hour to get um, to IMAX.
5: Yeah, and we'll be we'll be in Atlanta, mm-hmm. so we're we're gonna look for the IMAX theater yeah, and see yeah. if we can see it. Um, yeah, Mike so. was telling
0: me about how he's trying to figure out if if not this year, maybe next year, one year when you guys are there, him coming up and have mm-hmm. um, Eric come across and you guys do an actual Mighty Marvel Geeks
2: together. Yeah, he said they might call. Like last last week, we called Eric was at a convention. We called him during the show. Okay. So he said, he said, we might be calling you on Thursday, and I said, I'm not responsible for what you hear. <laughs> <laughs>
5: we'll have to see what's going on, because Thursday, technically Dragon Con starts on Friday in terms right. of, of the tickets and that, but really, for anyone going, some at this point, it starts Wednesday night for some yeah, people. Wednesday yeah, Wednesday um, Well, it's
0: like Comic Con starts yeah. New York, or, um, not New York, San Diego Comic Con starts Thursday, right. but uh, all the previous stuff starts Wednesday.
5: Well, it... It's not really because of the type of con that Dragon Con is, it's more general pop culture it's not yeah. it's not like panels or big name movie stuff is happening, but there's a lot of meetups and that yeah. kind of thing like Dragon Con itself has sets up official meetups with whatever because it has different tracks, so you have a lot of like if you're in if you follow the Star Trek track or the Star Wars track. Mm-hmm. You know, people interested in it maybe meeting Thursday night and Friday night. There's parties already, mm-hmm. um, that, and I know there's at least two potential meetups for that we would, might go to Thursday night. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'll see what happens. But I think that I think that might have been the last of the the big movies. Yeah. I mean um, until September. Yeah, yeah, until se- what's,
0: September. What's the September? that we got? Coming?
5: Well, it comes out in September.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to see that one. I don't know. Kingsman Kingsman is September. Your sisters. Yeah, right.
2: Well and I mean it's not a it's not a geek movie, but it's based off of a book, um American Assassin. I'm looking forward to that one.
5: Oh that was the yeah. other that was the other um trailer we saw was the um the bodyguard one. Yeah
0: Yes oh, the, dude did the, you get the Red Band trailer? Yeah, I the, think we did. If not you gotta look up did the Red we? Band trailer for the Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh my l- true
5: No, we didn't get Red Band because No, we, we were, didn't because because, yeah. because Dark Tower is not restricted so we didn't right, get the yeah. Red Band. But no, no, I've, no. Seen seen I've seen it's it online. I've seen it online. It's worth
0: That's one that Now, this is me saying that it is worth taking <laughs> the Red Band trailer. Well, you've seen the Red Band, so you know what uh-huh. I'm talking about. The trailer for the regular um, Green Band trailer for that is okay. Right. The Red Band trailer it's makes hilarious. you say I have to see this movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Because you get Samuel Jackson and everything that makes Samuel Jackson Samuel Jackson.
5: Ah, and <laughs> actually, actually, Hitman's Bodyguard hits on August 18th. I don't, know if so... we, I don't know if we could actually review
0: that on here, though.
5: Uh, that, that would be a very short review.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Is that going to be oh, much see, of a that movie the that we same, can cover?
2: That's the same weekend as... Uh... That's the same weekend as, uh... Defenders. Defenders.
0: Ah, okay, so that's, that's true, we've got yeah.
2: Defenders coming up in a couple weeks.
0: <laughs> I didn't know, so. I noticed last night, I didn't know that they had actually released the, um... The start dates for Punisher and Luke Cage 2. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that, I found Saw it last out. night. So, but, we're actually running a little long now. <laughs> no, we're so done, we're done! We gotta, we're wrap, <laughs> we gotta wrap this up here. Yep. Um, is there anything else that you guys had before we wrap this up? Nope. Nope. Okay, well, Geeksters, remember... You can always find us anywhere, everywhere on the internet at geekwatch1.com. Geekwatch1 is your home for everything on all social media, also. Any search bar you find anywhere, you put in Geekwatch1. You will find us. If you don't, email Miss Dawn at geekwatch1 at gmail.com and she'll take care of the problem. I'll deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are also members of the Tangent Bound and Weebie Geeks Networks at TangentBoundNetwork.com and WeebieGeeksPC.com. And then for Kylan and Dawn and Vicky and myself, just remember. No matter where you go, there you are.
3: You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast.